okay, we're on segment number four. And um, oh my goodness, we've been having such a great time talking with LC with Our Fathers Matter. Ma I'm sorry, Our Fathers Making a Difference. And, um, <laughs> like Black Lives Matter, Our Fathers <laughs> Making a Difference. We, we've just put it all in there. We've been talking about everything. <laughs> but um, we wanted to just kind of segment into uh, or transition into this segment with talking about how you encourage adults. And um, what is the age limit as far as what you all consider adults and how that works? Well, I started a company, L.C. Smith and Associates. Okay. And through that, I do uh, business and nonprofit coaching and consulting. And I also have um, some master certification for life coaching. And I kind of fell into that. Um, it's a, that's a look, we can do a few more segments. Uh, when I give the testimony as far as my transition from a regular full-time job into getting into my purpose. And there's an awesome testimony um, as far as how that happened and how God showed up and how I really stepped out on faith uh, in order to do this really blindly and not knowing what was going to happen. Um, and that's why it's a passion of mine to be able to help other people uh, as well, because as I said before, I was in survival mode. So there wasn't room for a why and a purpose, you know, what's my purpose in life or what is it that I really want to do to make my money? You know, I just want to be sure I got a job and I could take care of my family. And I did that. Um, and, you know, we bought houses and cars and made sure kids had everything that they needed and everything that they wanted. And there was a point in time where I wasn't still fulfilled, still happily married and all of that, but I wasn't still fulfilled. And I realized uh, what that was, you know, um, there was more that I should be doing besides what it is I was doing in order for me to make my money. So in my thirties, I guess that's when I began, began the journey with Our Fathers Matt. And then it led me into all these other avenues and these other aspirations and ambitions and revelations for myself. And I realized that once I start going into, you know, people would watch me. So people would always come to me, you know, for advice and so I'm starting to work with them and then I end up kind of starting to create a business because of that. So I do uh, group workshops, one-on-one -on -one, um, sessions through life coaching and through business as well. But the main purpose is, is to, I want to see people live, be fulfilled. I want to see you be able to, to, to figure out what your why is and figure out what your purpose is and to be able to give you the tools in order for you to begin, begin to take those steps and maybe not even the tools, but, also, the confidence to be able to do it. You know, um, I know what it is to wake up every morning and, and getting dressed for a job that I was thankful to God for. But at the same time, um, 13 hours a day putting in doing something that wasn't fulfilling at all, you know, uh, and I needed I needed more of that. So I, I that's part of what I've committed my life to. But that still goes into even the youth program as well. I'm trying to. I just had a, it's funny because, so we're talking about this, my session this week was a session that I had with adults and the, it was about setting your goals and, you know, living your best life and giving you the tools. So I did the same session with my young man who's in juniors, um, middle school and high school. And basically what I said was that, look, I'm trying to keep you from being that 45, 50 year old person who setting in my workshop for me to try to encourage them to live their best life and what that looks like and how to do it. So if you guys take everything that we are giving you right now, you will already be there. You will be there before you even turn 30. And matter of fact, and 
that's just going to put you on a whole nother level to excel even more because stagnant should never be an option. We should all be growing, learning, you know, and moving forward. So that's, that's, that's what it is. I know what it is to be in that place. And if I can encourage someone to, to step out on faith, uh, give someone the tools and the confidence to be able to take a chance. I'm not encouraging every, everybody can't be entrepreneurs and that's not what it's all about. You know, it's just about finding the reason why it is that God has you here and me helping you fulfill that uh, and make that happen and come into a reality. Okay, so I have to know, you cannot leave me hanging. I need to know what was the, the, the catalyst for that faith move for you to leave a full-time steady job and step out on your own um, to do what you're doing now. Man, what a catalyst was what it is I what I just said. If you want to know uh, the moment, um, yeah. As, so I worked for UPS. Okay. And I worked there for twenty five years, I started working out. I was like nineteen, and as a driver, um, made some pretty good money. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I realized that I, I need more, um, and I pursued to look. And I had already started the organization, so I built great relationships with management and. I asked them if I could go into part-time management. And to make it short, um, they basically, it wasn't something that was normal to do, but they didn't tell me that it couldn't be done. So I was pretty, you know, um, aggressive in that area. Like, look, I need to go into part-time management so I can continue to build this program, you know, uh, this organization. And we, um, so this is where the faith move was at as far as even going into the part-time management part was I went through all the, and it's a long story, so I really got to make it, you know, a little short, but I will talk about the specific um, testimony. I went through all the process um, and I went and took the test. They they told me, you probably don't want to take the test right now. It's been a while since you've probably been in school, so you may need to study. I was like, look, I'm off work today. Let's take the test. They said, if I fail it, It'll be six months before I can take it again. I took the test. I passed the test. Um, so I didn't hear anything for a little while. So I found out that my supervisor had actually had blocked it. He had told them that he didn't want, he didn't feel like that I should leave that position and go into a part-time position because of the money. And I, I'm glad that that got to me because I reached out to him and I said, you know, I appreciate you being concerned, but my livelihood, you know, let me be concerned about that. You know, that's not your responsibility. So okay. if you can make this happen, I would appreciate if you can make it happen. So I'm skipping a lot of things, but I was in my office. I had I st- had my own office at Our Father's Man. Uh, we've been blessed with that. I mean, within the first year, we had our own office, and we have office space ever since then. I was at my desk working, probably called in to work again. I was always calling in to work and taking off work. I was trying to get to where I was supposed to be. To- <laughs> so <laughs> I got a phone call, and... They told me that um, that I got the job, and they told me what the pay was. Okay. The pay was, whew, it was extremely low. Okay. You got to imagine going into a part-time position where you only work at five hours as well. Yeah. So I called my wife, and I um, told her, and she told me, she said, you've always made great decisions. Whatever you decide to do, I support you. Mm-hmm. So I called the phone and I sat at my desk. And I said, you know what, God? I said, I was not specific when I said as far as what I wanted for pay. Mm-hmm. And they said this door couldn't be open. 
this door is open. And I've always said that UPS is not my sustainer. So I think this is my test. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to trust and I'm going to have faith that it's going to work out because I think this might be the only opportunity I have in order to get to get to this position in order to get me to where it is that you have for me to go. Mm -hmm. I called back and I told them I accepted. They want they wanted to be sure because they couldn't believe that I accepted it based off the faith. And I got off the phone and I was fine. Was content. I didn't even call my wife and tell her that I already. I was just gonna tell her when I got home. You know, I went on about my work, working, doing my business. Um, and about thirty minutes later, I got a phone call back uh, from Human Resource, and they told me that uh, since I decided to take the job, that they would give me the the highest pay that they could give me as a part time supervisor, and it ended up being about fourteen dollars more an hour than what they originally told me. And I was end up being the highest paid part-time supervisor that the company had. <laughs> if I had closed that door based off what they told me the first time, I would probably still be pushing that truck. Yeah. You know, so in the fast forward, I was part-time for about four and a half years of supervisor. I, I, I enjoy being a supervisor because that's my, that's my thing. Being a leader, I love doing that, training people, mm -hmm. all that good stuff. But four years, Later, I took another leap of faith and I retired from the company. I retired. I had on my vision board to retire before I was 45. I think I was probably 40 or 41 when I finally uh, retired. And then life just, God just showed, he, he just, he shows up. Like he always has. From the beginning of what we start talking about all the way up until now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because that leap of faith and being at peace with, um, okay, God, it, it's not about the money. It's not, it's, it's about my, the purpose that he's put in you. And when you talk to adults, um, wow, what do you see is, is a lot of adults' biggest obstacle? Is it not taking that leap of faith? Yeah, I mean, I think life circumstances, waiting for the perfect time. You know, and that's why I had that conversation. It's, it's not a perfect time. We just got to move because, I mean, we already talked about what life has to offer. So, and I think a lot of people have limiting beliefs, you know, because they've been told certain things. They grew up a certain way. You know, they grew up in certain, uh, a certain type of culture or a certain type of religion or they, they received negative feedback like they're not good enough or they felt like they wasn't enough. So a lot, there's a lot of barriers that kind of keep you and sometimes you don't even realize it until someone actually brings it to the table and then they begin the process and begin to think it, you know? Um, and, and I think that's probably what the perfect time having those limited beliefs and uh, people feel like that you may have to have certain things in order to be able to make things happen. Just take one day at a time, one step at a time, accomplishing one thing at a time and eventually, and I'm, and I'm passionate about it and I know about it because I did it. I did it myself, you know, so I know what that looks like, you know. Against all odds, too. I mean, seriously. Yeah. You know, a lot of people have a lot of opportunities. Um, you know, they just have, you know, a lot of um, resources. And, I mean, God just, as you said, you made the greatest statement about yourself. You said, God just made me different. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love that. All of those adults that, that you mentor um, and that you encourage, um, you know, they're at different stages in their lives, you know? So, so some people are just, you know, the bottom fell out and they have to start over or people 
have run a course. Like you said, you worked at UPS for 25 years and it was time to turn that chapter. So, yes. so you know, you're there to encourage them and to help them see their potential mm-hmm. all the way through because our life has many different chapters in it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, Pan, if there's one thing you could leave us with, what do you feel like, adults uh, uh, need the most when it comes to leadership or, or stepping out into their dream, but just don't always see that this is what they need. And I know it could be different for a lot of different individuals, but what do you find yourself speaking into so much over and over and over again with people? It's more so um, believe it in yourself. Mm. Believe that even if you feel like that you don't have the tools to be able to execute a certain thing that you know that you're passionate about, um, go out and get it, you know, go out and make yourself viable. You know, um, you can, I mean, that's what I did. You know, I, when I began to build a nonprofit, you know, I went back and started taking classes again at Athens state to educate myself on certain things. You know, um, this stuff didn't, it didn't happen overnight. Uh, I started this process, you know, and I'm still, I'm still doing the same thing. So, I think that, you know, just believe in yourself and know that, um, like I said before, it's not, it's not a perfect, it's not perfect timing for, you know, really when it comes down to it, one thing that I tell my people is that, um, my, my coaching clients is that I'm honest with them. Like, look, you got, it's one, you got one life. You got one life, you got one shot. And I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I'll be like, you, you, you 45 years old. You only have so much time. So what are we gonna do? <laughs> so what are we gonna do? I, I mean, are we gonna keep going through this same cycle? And then twenty years later, at sixty-five, you decide this is what now I'm gonna go after of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so this is the time to go ahead and step out. And usually that motivates them, and you know, get them encouraged to, to take the leap of faith to go out and um, live their best life, live their purpose. This is the time. I love that. This is the time. Can you can you finish this up by do you still have that text that you can read that somebody sent you? I just love this. I think this is speaks into just who you are and what God has used you to do. But but I love that phrase. I mean, for all of us, I'm thinking this is the time, you know? Do you want to keep cycling back into this again and again? And I'm speaking to myself, speaking truth myself. So thank you. Thank you for coaching us today. Yes. Um, Taking many notes. I know, right? Mm, I know we got to have a conversation after this, Miss Lindsay. <laughs> I'm always yeah. making new clients. I'll send you an invite. He's going to invoice us, Joy. Can we get a two for one? Can we get a two for one deal? <laughs> I'll get the hookup. This, this, look, I, I tell people um, it's funny because a lot of people don't even know I moved in silence so much. And I think that's important to a certain extent, too, because people can be so discouraging. Um, because in order for you to be able to live out maybe your purpose or dreams, you have to sacrifice some things. Yes, and there's, you have to sacrifice some things that people are not willing to sacrifice. You know, So that means that someone may be re- more concerned about what your retirement plan looks like. Well, I can still create a retirement plan. I don't have to depend on a company for that. I just have to be able to put certain things in place to make that happen. So I said that to say that a lot of my people, my friends, probably even my family, some of them probably still think I work at UPS. A lot of them don't even know what I do to make my money, you know. But <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so people are gonna watch this video and they're gonna be like, oh, oh, I didn't know that's what he was doing. Okay, you know, we so thought was, we thought he was Tommy off of Martin. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody know I do our father's mad, so that's for sure. But as far yeah. as the for-profit side, you know, a lot of people don't know, but that's important also, you know, the way that you move. Sometimes you gotta move in silence in order for you yes. to get Move in silence. Boy, I'm, I'm writing that down too. Move in silence. All right. Tell it, read that text. I love this text. So this is what we was talking about as far as during the pandemic and the height of the Black Lives Movement. Uh, this is one of my guys who graduated. He was a graduate from the program. We consider him as alumni. But he just said, hey, Mr. LC, I want to thank you for being in Black Men Lives. And I know that you get that a lot. Laugh out loud, but it's true. I keep thinking about this world, man, and it's just overwhelming. I appreciate you guiding young men and being a safe zone for them, mm -hmm. which include him, what would be for us, because we still support these guys well after high school. Yes. Um, we have relationships with them, and uh, some of them married, and we still advising and supporting and yeah. helping. Yeah. That's wonderful. And, and you mentioned, too, that not only do you help the young people like the high school and, and junior high, but even, even transitional Really, you're covering all of it, starting in maybe junior high, and then and then you fix them when they get 45. If they didn't get, you know, helped earlier, <laughs> you come back around and help them at 45 find their purpose finally. So, yeah, think about it. Um, real real fathers don't stop investing in their children. That kind of goes into what it is that I was saying as far as the dynamic of the organization. We check every single box that we can check. Um, okay. We're dealing with these young men, so we can't stop. Um, at 18. And matter of fact, the program was going to stop at that age. And the, my very first graduates, if you look behind me, that's a 2014 uh, plaque that was given to me for our first graduates. Yeah. And the reason why we did a transition program because that young man had been with me uh, for a while and he started acting out and I, right before he graduated, so I wanted to see what was going on. And he told me it's not fair that, um, and it was just me mentoring at the time. It's not fair that you're going to just drop. You're just going to let me go when I graduate from high school and I've had you in my life all these years. Um, that's, that's not fair. So uh, I never felt like that I was going to not be involved, but the way I had structured the program was like, and I used to joke, I'd be like, hey, you about to store on your own now, man. You about to graduate. I'm joking, but he's over there like, dude, you tripping, you know? So, yeah. so I realized that, yeah, we got to keep this thing going. And that let, that let me know what the program meant to him and what I meant to him. So that means that to this day, that was six years ago, I just talked to his mom yesterday. I mean, we still have great relationships. So, and I actually talked to him probably about, probably about a month ago. And that was six years ago since he graduated. So, awesome. yeah. You know, they say, you know, that song, thank you for giving to the Lord. You know, I am a life that was changed. And I, I think, um, when you get to heaven, there's going to be a long line of people saying thank you, Elsie. Yeah. And um, I, I, as Lindsay said, I want to start that now and say thank you. Thank you for what you're doing for a lot of people, not just men, young men, but like you said, there's uh, little girls or young girls involved in the program too and um, people that you just help 
um, see what God has called them to be and, and say, do that. Now's the time. So thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. And you have just, you fed into us today um, mm -hmm. so much. Um, I don't know if you realize that or not, but I was uh, looking down quite a bit, taking notes and um, no, but seriously, you, you fed into us and mm -hmm helped us realize some things. Um, and the last statement that you just made is, you know, real fathers, their job doesn't stop, you right. know? So that, that particularly helped me just now um, in, in, you know, as a parent um, yeah. and with my husband. So um, it applies to mothers too. Yep, that's right. No. Oh, I know it does. <laughs> it applies to mothers as well. And that's one of the big things with us also is that we, we, help, we help lighten the burden of a lot of mothers who's struggling with raising their sons um, alone or with limited male support. So um, I have a lot of moms who say when they, when we came into their lives or they came into our lives um, that they feel a lot more comfortable uh, with raising their kids with the support of our father. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you, you lighten their burden for sure. Um, wow. We're, we're uh, blessed to have you around here, and I sure don't say that lightly at all. And thank you for what you're doing, and um, God bless you and anoint you to continue with the work you got going and give you um, just his favor. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Um, we are going to tie it off now. And this is so hard because there's just so many things we can keep talking about. You know, we may have to have you on again. That's all I, I got so. to say. I think so. I think I this is a good Lindsay and I are going to use this as our own like personal session. <laughs> we're just going to call it a meet me in the middle interview and we're, but we're really getting our own. <laughs> I get once a week interview requests and you guys not airing anything. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, uh, can you write up an invoice, please? <laughs> no, hey. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time today. And um, thank you for sharing your story and what your organization does. It is definitely beneficial to um, not only the, the community, but it's kingdom work. And so thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for watching.